Action! Hello and welcome to episode 21 now of Your Average Critics. Joined today by Joe, Obi and Ollie. Uh, Chris is away, so... Fuck Chris. We'll slag him off today, shall we? (laughs) We only slag you off and Joe, actually. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Although Joe's making regular appearances now. To be fair. This is what, my third in a row? Oh, yeah. Oh, I've just it? noticed, Joe, your face is bald. Yeah, I know. You shaved. Yeah, I took all my beard. <coughs> you look about 16. You were going for the Guy Fawkes look? Yeah, I know. But I had to take it off. Why? I had to go to the dentist and I needed proper access oh, to my right, jaw. Oh, right, so you... <laughs> <laughs> so I couldn't right. see your jaw through your beard. Yeah. Well, they had to touch it up and, you know, the beard gets in the way. Oh, it's not saucy. Yeah. So you're saying if anyone goes to the dentist. dentist. <laughs> yeah, just, if you go to the Fake dentist, just chop off your beard. Fake dentist. That's a good idea. You should mark it. <laughs> but did you know that you had to shave the beard off before you went to the dentist? Yeah. Oh, okay. So they didn't have to like shave it off there. No, they didn't shave it off there and then. That's I shaved the it off before. Yeah. But sometimes you don't always know. The dentist isn't going to be like, I need access to your jaw. Like, is that when you go for a vasectomy and they have to shave your balls? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that from experience. <laughs> <laughs> I've literally. Yeah, I didn't know anything about that. Okay, cool. You've got to shave your face, mate. It'll be like a totally different person. Yeah, I don't want to. Lauren will leave you. <laughs> she will. She will. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get into clubs. I wouldn't be able to buy alcohol. I wouldn't be able to get into 12 great yeah, films. Oh, the best things in life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, need, I feel like I need a beard. I'm not going to lie. Well, to be fair, you've been saying this for what? No, like, honestly, six years. What's going on I'm going to call strings, mate. Call strings, you know what I mean? It's coming through. Got Just keep shaking. Slowly but surely. But I was talking to some geezer yesterday and I was like, how old do you think I look? And he was like, yeah, 16, 17. I was like, fucking hell. Oh, really? I look that young. Come that's, on, man. Was this crazy. on a night out though? Was this a random person? This was literally last night. This was in the pub? Yeah. Where they check Jesus. your ID? Yeah. He's an idiot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Genuine idiot. Mm. Well, happy birthday to your sister yesterday. Mm. She's probably mm. went out to celebrate. Um, Although, why is she saying I look like my brother? She is You do. Very, you do. I said this. She's very mistaken. No, mate. You can sound like him as well. To be honest, we could replace you with your brother. And no one here would know. The listeners would know. I'd probably produce a better podcast. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, snap. Jesus. Nick, if you're listening, give us a call, you know. <laughs> so, we're, we're recording this podcast at half 12 and everyone's already on the drinks. Yeah. Alcoholic, you can prove nothing. Well, mate, good on it. Can't say the brand. <laughs> All we can tell you is it is cider with passion, fruit, and lime. Sipping my brandless drink. Brandless drink. Other brandless Other drinks are available. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's get on to talking about films then. Um, has anyone got any film news before we talk about Spider-Man: Homecoming? I don't. But I will, find, I will get some and sprinkle it throughout the. Oh, salt the bay it. Yeah, salt bay and some film news. <laughs> Okay, well, let's talk about Spider-Man Homecoming then. We've all seen it, right? Yes. So, it's number 462 in the MCU. (laughs) Um, It's Peter Parker Mm -hmm. against the Vulture um, and also the Shocker. Um, uh, A little bit about the Shocker. It's kind of... It's part high school coming-of-age drama, part superhero film. But the big thing is, which I know... uh, Ollie, you're not that keen on that. It wasn't an origin story, so he is it already Spider Man. Yeah. There all... won't be an origin story. I, I can guarantee <laughs> this now. Okay, let's get this over and done with. Ollie, you there think will... that in subsequent films they're going to do some form of origin? They're going to realise that they've missed out all of Spider Man getting bit, which is like him getting his power, and it's part of the fun, isn't it? It's like, like... like Tobey Maguire. Everyone loved that. Mm. You said they're not going to do it again because they've already done it. Yeah, twice. It's a bit like it's a bit like um, you know uh, Batman v Superman. Like mm. yeah, 
we've all seen Batman. We've seen Batman's origin like so many times. So now, when they did that with Superman, it just glossed over it for a couple yeah. of minutes. Yeah. I think... Martha! We've got, <laughs> got to the point now where, like, I think, obviously... So, do you agree with these two? You don't think... I, I'm, glad they, I'm, glad they, go... I'm glad they didn't do the origin bit, because we don't need it. They did, I've seen, doing, I've seen yeah. it already. Um, I think I don't know. They'll be like, oh, I hope missed the trick of another film. I hope they don't. Nah. They've already referenced it. Like, when they were walking down, he was like, oh, yeah, Ned was like, oh... So, so can I get bit by the spider? Will I get superpowers? Yeah, and, like, and then, and then yeah, dead. spider's <laughs> dead. So, and also, I think they can't do a whole origins film because the whole point is that he's never encountered baddies, mm. really. Yeah. So they wouldn't actually have, I don't think, any a material. A villain to do. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's so. fine. That can be a superhero movie without a villain. Wait, mm. the end scene is him getting bit by the spider. No, he says he gets. Get... Oh my god, you're gonna bite me. <laughs> that is the world's tiniest spider and you've just killed it no because it's like you get bit by a spider and then he's like like everything's changing about him mm. so he can like he can realise he can jump really high mm. so he's doing like the montage of him jumping over buildings falling down it would just be a hardcore parkour film hardcore, hardcore parkour. parkour like yeah. it like sequel's it. hardcore Henry exactly <laughs> but I think maybe they'll do a flashback Potentially, yeah. but I don't think we need it. We know what happens. Yeah, we all know the origin story. story. Um, I don't. <laughs> so, what did we think of the fact that I think he's the youngest Spider-Man? He's 15? supposed to be fifteen. 15, what? Um, obviously, he looks quite young. Uh, and so, what, what do we think about that? Do we want him a bit older, or do we like? No, the I prefer it. I like it the way it was. He's young. way too mature for a fifteen-year-old. <laughs> I mean, he's quite immature. Yeah, he was very. Yeah, we're, we're quite immature, but. Your mum's quite immature. No. Oh, wow. So low. It's going to be listening to this. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Love you, Jules. But no, I, I, think the, I think it's a good thing they kept him so young because it keeps it more true to the original comics because he was in high school and all of that. So I think it's a good thing. I think it was more, original. more believable as well because he, yeah. he looks young, whereas like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were probably in their like... Mid, 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 mid late, late 20s. 20s early 30s and even like the guy who played Flash in uh, the Tobey Maguire one he looked proper old whereas the guy at this yeah. time you know, they all look about you know 16 they look the right age yeah basically I quite like the, the high school drama coming of age part of it yeah um, it wasn't you know full on superhero no. action I thought some of those things felt quite flat like what, what the bit? high school bits I don't know. Like homecoming. Yeah, I don't know. Because it's their big prom night. Yeah, there was. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I cause you, no, it's because you like drama in school. No, it's not. Well, yeah. Stirring the pot, mate. <laughs> I do, but like, I don't know. Just some of it. I don't know. It just felt quite. Uh, dry. Not dry, just like. Uh, False? Yeah, like, mm. oh, I've seen this before. Like, this is nothing new. I've seen what this part, Have we got any particular. Parts? I don't know. Maybe just like the bits, like. When they went to the party and um, the flash, it's mostly to do with this flash geezer. I just don't think I liked him very much. And he was like trying to take the piss out of, um, out of Peter. And I was just like, this is so lame. Is that the flash? <laughs> no, that's not the flash. No, no, flash. Flash. his name is Flash. 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 Gordon. Yeah, was... Thompson. <laughs> flash Thompson, that's right. Really? Flash Gordon, something else. Yeah, yeah. Cut, right? yeah no, that guy was so nice. And like, even some of the high school bits, just like, I don't know, I just want to be feeling it. I was really frustrated when, uh, so spoilers obviously for Spider-Man Homecoming, but when he goes to the prom with Liz, I think that's her name, yeah. and, it, uh, and I was like, I know he's going to flake on her, and I was like, it's just so kind of well, cliched. Yeah, that, that whole build up in the car with 
the vulture. That's that's the best part of the movie. When uh, they find out true identities, you're like, yeah, oh true. my god. Yeah. Like, as soon as. To be fair, in the cinema, everyone gasped. <gasps> really? <gasps> yeah. Oh, oh, I, didn't, I didn't see it coming. When. when um, what's his name? Michael Keaton. Yeah. Opened the door and saw Peter, Peter Parker, saw it as Michael mm. Keaton. Everyone was a bit like, oh shit. But that bit annoyed me because he's just standing there just staring at him for like five minutes. I was like, can you just not stare at him? Just go he's over 15, it. mate. He's 15 and he's just seen his mortal enemy. Mortal enemy. <laughs> well, in this film anyway. Mate, he's Birdman. He shouldn't be called Vulture. He's actual Birdman. <laughs> this is true. Yes. Michael Keaton likes to play characters <laughs> that are bird related. He's, he's going to be like, he's gonna be like Birdman. Birdman. Vulture. 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 Just bird shirts. Every time you see him out now, he's just going to have a seagull on his shirt or something. Well, okay, well, what did you think of the Vulture as a villain then? Was he a good... I, I, thought, I thought they portrayed him pretty well. Mm. I think it's, he was threatening. More threatening than most Marvel Cinematic Universe. Well, in villains. the last... Yeah, because uh, all of the Marvel films are shit. <laughs> all of the Marvel villains are shit, mate. Whatever, mate. Especially in the original... Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man, the third one, the Sandman. Yeah. Oh, yeah. better than him. Yeah, yeah, I think it was alright. A lot of villains can be quite pastiche and, yeah. like, you know, they're mega powerful and then they yeah. get beaten up really quickly. Yeah. But I don't think, like... He wasn't himself powerful. It was no, his, it was his technology. Yeah. I like the way they also fit all the technology into the actual uh, yeah. event, like post Avengers clear yeah, up. Yeah. So like they're using the Chaturi <laughs> technology from Avengers. Yeah. Um, and, <laughs> the, and the Ultron. At, at yeah. the start of it though, it was, it was just like uh, Michael Keaton's pissed off. Bam! He's now the vulture. Mm. Well, I was like, <laughs> "What just happened?" It was like eight years later, or whatever, yeah. and it was like there's nothing about it, like. <laughs> right, it, that was... it did happen pretty quickly. Yeah. But I suppose they had to. They couldn't dwindle too long on Michael Keaton becoming the Vulture. Well, supervillain really. origin story would be interesting. Well, yeah, but I mean they're doing that with Venom, though, aren't they? Yes. Yeah. We've spoken about it before. I half expected him to appear in this, and that's well, probably naive of me. Well, kind of did. What Venom? Well, yeah, Flash Thompson does eventually become Venom. Oh, okay. Does he? Yeah. But it's someone else in uh, Spider-Man 3. Eddie Brock. Yeah. Yeah. He's the first iteration of Venom, and then he becomes anti-Venom, eventually. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. So where do we rate this Spider-Man out of other Spider-Mans, or this Spider-Man out of Marvel? For me, with the first... Obviously, go by all the first films. I think Tobey Maguire's one was the best, and then I'll say this one was second, and then I'll say the Andrew Garfield one was third. Yeah, personally, I would probably also put Spider-Man Two yeah. above Homecoming. Yeah, mm. so um, Tobey Maguire's One and Two, Homecoming. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Then. Uh, then it gets difficult. Then the other three are just not on a level. Yeah, I kind of feel like I enjoyed Amazing Spider-Man Two more than Amazing Spider-Man One because I liked the villain better, like Electro, rather than yeah. the lizard bloke. When did which so, one did um? Spoiler. Which one did Gwen, Gwen Stacy die? Uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that was the better one. Yeah. Mm. So I'd probably go, yeah, that one, then Spider-Man 3, and then Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Maybe. Mm. I think I'd agree with that, to be fair. Okay, then as an overall film, then, how did we like Spider-Man Homecoming? I thought it was decent. Yeah, I thought it was a decent. Solid, solid seven and a half. Maybe, maybe, maybe pushing it. Pushing, pushing an eight. Maybe yeah. pushing an eight. No, really? Easy an eight. What? I really enjoyed it. Okay. I thought it was pretty good. Did like, you not rate it that highly? Not really. I said it was on a level with Ant Man, 
And I like Dant Man, don't get me wrong. Ben's got arachnophobia, isn't it? So he's like <laughs> freaking <Yeah>. out. <laughs> oh, oh, Tom Holland. <laughs> um, yeah, it's like, it had this, you know, a lot of humour with, like, so Ant-Man, but I kind of felt that a lot of humour was forced. Yeah, oh, yeah, um, 100%. Oh, yeah. I was saying this, this, yeah, this to you the other day, um, they were using the um, the sidekick, what was his name? Ned? Mm-hmm. Ned they were yeah. using him as, like, a common, like, uh, this gets some laughs out of him sort of thing. But yeah. it, wasn't really, yeah. it wasn't really working. I don't know, maybe... Um, well, I don't know, I quite liked Ned's character. I liked him as well, but I'm saying, like, some of the jokes, that some of the things that he was making was obviously with the intention of the audience to, you know, like, laugh. But I didn't think... I think some of them kind of fell flat. Well, majority of them, I think. I yeah. Think flat, personally. But, you know, I still enjoyed it. He was still a good character, I think. Yeah. I didn't realise the kid was so fucking smart. He was doing all the no- nonsense with the computers and that. Like, <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I'd say it was, yeah, Ant-Man level. I, I went in... I didn't really have any expectations for it. I didn't think it was going to be good. Do so you think it's better than Captain America? Uh, the first one, yeah. Speaking of which, there's an Easter egg <laughs> in Spider-Man that relates to Captain America, the first one. That's it. The principal of the school... Yes, I saw that. ...is a descendant of Captain America's team in World War Two. Yeah. It's played by the same actor. Same actor. Oh, he looked well familiar. I was yeah, thinking, yeah. Like, I've definitely seen you. And there's a photo, isn't there? Yeah, in the first, the first time I, we went to see it, I looked at him and I thought, I recognised him, but only in the second, mm. my second viewing did I realise. Oh, it was? Yeah. Mm. I really enjoyed it. You nerd. Yeah. Nerd. <laughs> I didn't like what they did with Mary Jane, though. That was well, yeah. It was a bit lame. Although oh, no, she didn't say Mary Jane, she just no, said MJ. Yeah. It was kind of bait that she was. Could be anyone. Like but her name is Michelle as well. Yeah. But my friends call me MJ. MJ, yeah. Yeah. I was kind of bait that she was going to be that she was going to be MJ. Although I actually found her character kind of funny. She was just this like she she was, like, she was she the archetypal <laughs> kind of not goffy but like. Moody teenager. Yeah. Doesn't give yeah. a shit about yeah. anything. <laughs> she was like, I don't care, but she's around all the time. She's around all the time. Like, yeah, she's literally there. Yeah. I think that, I find that quite funny. And even the bit where, people's um, misery. Even the bit where, um, oh, I don't know, I can't think it was towards the end of the film where everyone was like waving to Peter and she goes, I was at the prom and she was like, hi, that she's putting her finger up. Yeah, and that's, yeah. just, that's just a simple, like, simple thing to make me laugh. Simple yeah. comedy. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I thought, yeah. Um, yeah, good one, mate. <laughs> yeah, that's just it was just meh for me. It was alright. Um it wasn't as bad as a you know, it wasn't any better or worse than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Uh we'll probably sit in the middle of like the MC, you know, our MCU rankings for me. Mm. Um what do we think about like the involvement of Iron Man um, should be there and sort of and the fact that the suit <laughs> has basically, you know, all the powers and it yeah. kind of feels like for me it feels like the suit is more of the hero than mm. uh, Spider-Man yeah. Yeah. so like previous iterations have been like they've got Spider-Sense or they've got like organic web yeah. um, and you know they don't have all these combinations and they don't have Karen or whatever her name is yeah. being like yeah, yeah. I, I didn't really like the fact that the suit was so mechanised mm. yeah. that's the right word because it, it you're right, it sort of takes away from the power of Spider-Man a little, like him learning how to do all that stuff on his own and becoming Spider-Man sort of gives it to him. Yeah. Like, it feels like the suit story is... Me. <laughs> <laughs> Not like it. But would we prefer the organic web or the actual yeah. canisters? I prefer no, that. Yeah. It's got to be, you know... It's got, it's got to be I don't like the, the... What's it called? The web fluid. The web fluid, yeah. Because like, Chris was saying that, like, that's like a common comic book thing and I'm like yeah. fair enough but 
Okay. I, prefer, I prefer, you know, Tony McGuire. Having Sorry. the little web things on his wrist. Yeah, I yeah. Prefer, I much prefer that. But um, that would be great if it just wasn't on his wrist and it was awkward, <laughs> like on his foot. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> In reality, though, should you, oh, should you not be able to do that? <laughs> should you not be able to do that? Or can the spider, where, where do spiders... Shoot their web. And their bum. And their bum, yeah. Don't worry. Fair enough. But that'd be a weird looking Spider-Man just like <laughs> hanging from his ass swinging about. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to I remember talking to you about this suit actually um, a while ago because we weren't sure like how much Iron Man was going to be in the film. I didn't mind how much he was in the film because uh, yeah. obviously he was in it quite, like quite sporadically like yeah. only three or four he times. He was in the film the right amount. Yeah, I think he was a decent amount but I do agree with you about this suit. I think like having an automated suit that's Iron Man's thing. Yeah. yeah. Like and with Jarvis and all that stuff like I don't think that they should like I don't know but, I mean, you don't really need two people with that sort of yeah but I mean in the Avengers film he's going to wear that suit that Tony showed him at the end of the film mm. and you know that's good. he's going to be able to like fly and yeah. do all <laughs> kind of weird shit yeah. in that so, yeah so anyone could be Spider-Man pretty yeah much. pretty much that's he's the made the suit it. so anyone could be Spider-Man why didn't you want Iron Man to be in it because Spider-Man's better without any other Marvel characters <laughs> just, just is fair enough. But I, w- I was going to ask how how many more films have, have they got? Films lined up for Spider Man. Three more. Yeah, three. They've announced one for the first film after the second Avengers. Yeah. Film. Yeah. Or the the third one, the second part of the third one. Avengers 4. So he's going to be in Avengers Infinity War. Yeah, Avengers, Avengers 4. 4. And then Spider-Man Homecoming 2. Or what whatever it will be titled. Yeah, I think it's just Spider-Man 2. <laughs> Homecoming 2. Yeah. Well, at the moment. I'm 16. <laughs> but actually, this is... Some Every film, year. This is some film news. So Kevin Feige, who's the big producer guy, um, and I think her name's Amy Pascal. She's a Sony yeah, producer. Yeah. Um, they said that... Uh, so, at the end of Avengers 4, that finishes... The twenty-two film arc yeah. that they've been building, and then, they're doing a and whole then one. then it starts again. So there'll be yeah. a whole new arc, yeah. which I guess implies that a lot of the current Avengers will die or yep. be replaced. Yeah, well, and I wouldn't be surprised. I, would. I wouldn't be surprised if all of them don't come back. So, Cap, like, well, you the, know, Spider-Man is coming back. Well, I mean, in the sense that the three, the three, four main ones. So Hulk. Well, actually, maybe Hulk because Hulk, he's not Hulk, important. Hulk, Hulk won't die. Uh, Thor, I think he probably won't come back. No, Iron Thor, Man Thor. probably won't, and then I think uh, Steve Rogers probably won't. Thor, you think Thor. they're all gonna die? I don't think. You think that's how they're gonna? End I don't think they'll necessarily die. I, think I just don't think. I think that. those actors won't come back. Then they'll have to pass Hulk, the mantle Hulk, on. Hulk and Thor won't die because Hulk basically can't die. Yeah, but I just don't think that. And Thor's a god, so he won't die. Iron Man will die. Captain America will die. Nick Fury, Black Widow will die. No. You don't think so? I, kn- well, I know that Nick Fury doesn't because oh. he's going to be in Captain Marvel, which is released after. Oh, yeah, but I'm speaking... Oh, right, okay. No, Captain Captain Marvel's after Infinity War. Okay. And oh, maybe he will die then. Just maybe he will. But yeah, a lot of them will die. You really think that they're not just going to ride off into the sunset nope. and make it? Or the audience happy. Would you be happy what? seeing Captain America dead? <laughs> I would. So. Oops, would you? Would you? <laughs> Speechless. But this is the thing. In, if they stay true to the comic book, Thanos basically destroys everyone. Mm. Yeah. I don't, I'm, Do you think... Um, 
like maybe if they do do what you're saying, they start like a new wave of Avengers. Um, who do you think would be the leader? I reckon Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Would be, yeah, I reckon Spider-Man would be. I want to go with. Um, I think you said it last week, where you were saying like uh, Spider-Man's better than all of them. Yeah. But not so. It was Chris saying that? Was it Chris? I think so. Yeah. Not so much like um, powers, but more like his morals. Yeah. yeah. I've got to say, definitely for Homecoming. That's all I was thinking. Like he's like well innocent, and he's got Brilliant. really good moral yeah, code. Well, yeah. You can tell by Tony Stark the way that he, view, he views Peter Parker. Yeah, he's I want him to be better like, than me. Yeah, exactly. But he, be me, but don't do Peter Parker has now. the same morals as Bruce Wayne should have. I know Ben Affleck, like... Well, well yeah. In what way? Right. So, like, they have the same morals. They, they don't kill. They're, like, quite, you know... They're trying to save everyone. Yeah, everyone's so. trying to save everyone, whereas, like, a lot of Avengers kill people and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I Not think even accidentally. I would like Spider-Man to be the focus, but... I don't know what that means. That means that they have to get the rights back or they have to keep co-producing all these films. That's going to be a bit I of a headache. I reckon they'll co-produce it. I mean, Sony are like... I don't know how much money this film's made, actually, but I'm sure... I'd, I'd imagine it's going to make quite a bit. Homecoming, Obi. On look the, up, look on up the up stats. Oh, right. On the stats. But I'm sure, I'm sure they'll be quite happy with whatever the return yeah. is, plus all the merchandising well, yeah, and stuff. Exactly. Mm. Yeah, but yeah, I hope... They're making so many toys now. Yeah. I'm kind of worried. Like, not worried, but... After the 22 films end, I'm just not bothered about, like, Doctor Strange. And, and like, I like the Guardians of the Galaxy, but mm. I don't know how many, like, you know, all, what, what the trajectories are going to be. Like, I don't know if I want to see all of those characters keep coming back. I really liked the chemistry between, like, Thor, Captain America, Hulk, and yeah. Iron Man. That and I know they, yeah. yeah, they spent a lot of time building that. Yeah. So I just don't know how they're going to recreate it or what's going to happen um, if you could be any one of them who'd you be Iron Man you'd be Iron Man yeah boy right. I'd be Spider-Man because I really like Spider-Man fair enough actually Thor might die because doesn't Mjolnir his hammer get it's destroyed get destroyed in Ragnarok yeah, yeah. but spoiler alert I think he's going to get an axe an axe yeah Fair enough. From a hammer to an axe. Yep. That'd be sick. He'd be like Gimli then, wouldn't he? I, th- I think that's the whole <laughs> trajectory of the Ragnarok film is uh, hammer gets destroyed and then he goes through a whole thing of having I, I wish it like, you should have like knuckle dusting. <laughs> We've like Thor. It's made. Really? 120 million the first weekend. Oh. Jesus. Mm, I don't know. Well, it only came out Wednesday. That's, quite that's in the UK. I don't know when it came out in America. Oh, that's true. But... Yeah, I'm sure we're doing good business. Yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah. A couple um, of other things I want to say mm. that I noticed in the film. Mm. So, on the ferry bit, yeah. you know where the bad guys were doing the deal? Yeah. That um, Hispanic-looking guy, mm. he had a scorpion tattoo on his neck. Was that not the guy in prison? Well, the guy in prison also had yeah. a scorpion tattoo. He's going to be the villain, the scorpion. Yeah. Uh, probably in the next film, which mm-hmm. could open up the Sinister Six. Because they've already got three of the six, haven't they? Exactly. Who, so, who, sorry, who, who are the three of the six? Uh, Vulture, Shocker, and Scorpion. Then you have Rhino, uh, Doctor Octopus. And Venom? S- no, I don't think... I, I like how it's all about like animals. You could have so many. Yeah, exactly. Otter boy. Oh my God! <laughs> is, is, what is it? Sea urchin attack? <laughs> Just referring sea urchin. There is a Marvel... <laughs> Hero called Squirrel Girl, I think. Is there? <laughs> yeah, there is. Yeah. Oh, Isn't that Sandy Fox from SpongeBob? <laughs> <laughs> what other Sandy Cheeks? Sandy Cheeks. Sorry. Um, another Easter egg I found or I noticed was you know when 
they're under the bridge and the bad guys are trying to sell the black guy the weapons. Charles Gambino. Charles Gambino. He is another character in Spider-Man. I can't remember the name of him. But he is the uncle of Miles Morales, which is Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Version and yeah, he says I've got a nephew in the city, doesn't he? Exactly. Mm. I'd like to see. I didn't even know who the guy was, but as soon as he said oh, I've got a nephew in the city, I'm thinking, you're black. Your, nephew, <laughs> your, your nephew's probably Miles Morales. I don't even know who yeah. Miles Morales is, but I reckon... It was quite a relation. diverse film, actually, wasn't it? It really like, was. All the really students. Was. Yeah. There was one of... Um, in the when they're in detention and then there was like loads of pictures of loads of like uh, historical figures from different times mm. and they were all like of different colours and I was like this is a very progressive school yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was one of I think um, do you remember I was talking ages ago about the doc- documentary I think it was by James Baldwin or um, I'm Not Your Negro yeah yeah his picture was on the, was oh, okay. on the, was on the thing as well. I guess that's reflective of the city that they live in mm. and stuff um I'm trying to think of other Easter eggs that I found. Did you notice the the, the Spider Man theme tune at the beginning? Yeah. The, the, I didn't really like. The, Did you not? Uh, I, I liked it. It was too um, orchestral. Okay. It was like. Burr, 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 yeah, but they, like, could, they yeah. couldn't exactly use that. Probably they could have. But, uh, I was like, mm, do we like the new, um, You know the new event uh, Marvel comic book opening thing. Do you like? Do you like? Yeah, I, I like that. Prefer the other one. I think I prefer the other one. But I like, I like this one. The comic book. Yeah, I like this one. But yeah, I think I prefer the other one. Mm. How about talking about the start? How about you talk about the ending? I what? <laughs> what the very end? The very end. So I liked the end it. credits. Oh. I really. I warned you lot about. I it. did. I'm. I'm. I thought it was really funny. So so um, there are two end po- end credits. Yeah. yeah. Scenes. There are two post credit scenes, and I saw it before everyone else. And um, I stayed to the bitter end, and I messaged him on our group chat. I was like, "Look, there are two post credit scenes, but the last one, like, don't, don't, don't bother." bother. Um, so, right, what is it? What what do we wait the entire length of the credits for? Yeah, credits are long, man. They're just going to longer and longer. It's like 15 minutes. <laughs> and then it comes out with Captain America. I thought it was going to be like him doing like uh, like a tuition thing. Yeah. Um, but, but he basically said, thanks for waiting for nothing. Yeah. It's, uh, that was it. funny, man. I don't know why you guys... I mean, it was funny, but it was so pointless. It was, I was funny. I man. was like... Oh, I've just wasted so much time. It was funny. It was funny. But then, yeah, he says, like, think of your patience. But I thought that he meant... So you could take it as, like, wait until the end, thank you for your patience for that. you could also take it as, for Spider-Man. Yeah, I was like, what, thanks for your patience for, like... He's back now back in the MCU. Oh, of I took it as the first one you, said, you yeah. just said. I mean, also, I thought Homecoming, it's all about home, like, the Spider-Man prom, but he's coming home yeah. to Marvel. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I thought as well. Double entendres. Exactly. Interesting. It's getting deep now. Mm. It's getting, it's getting deep. really deep. Meanings. You know that little blonde girl in Spider Man as well? I thought she was going to turn out to be Gwen Stacy. Which little blonde girl? The only what, little Liz, blonde girl. She, won, Liz, she, she does Liz's the. Friend. Yeah, she does the, uh, the, the, news the TV thing. thing. Okay, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. yeah. She, she, she looked like Gwen Stacy, but apparently her name's Betty. Mm. Betty Swallow. I like that um, we know that. Um, Pepper Potts and Tony Stark. Yeah, together. I really like that. Because I thought they, I thought they broke up. I was so surprised that Gwyneth Paltrow came back. Mm. Yeah. I was like, I thought she was finished with yeah. the film. I was like, oh well, okay. No, I really liked that bit. Mm. Are we sure she was real and not CGI? <laughs> <laughs> she could be. Yeah, yeah. You never know. She was, she was actually a suit that Iron Man made. <laughs> and then I like what a happy sex suit. robot. Wife. He had the ring in his finger from two thousand eight. Yeah, that's another reference in the first Iron Man mm. film. But also, the woman who voices Karen is the wife of Paul Bettany, who voiced Jarvis. Oh really? Oh, cool. So that's another little. Oh, okay. I think her name's Jennifer Connelly. He's the that. one that plays Vision. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and was, I don't understand why Peter Parker... I do understand, but I don't understand why he doesn't want to officially join the Avengers. I was kind of like... He's got to leave school and shit. He wants, yeah. He still wants to be a kid. Yeah. And that was the point. Because he's trying to grow up too fast. But then they need to f- get him back somehow for Avengers 3. They will. Yeah, summer holidays in there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's back on the start of the One other yeah. problem I had with it is I kind of felt some of the graphics looked really bad. I don't like his suit. I think graphics are fine, personally. But yeah, I don't like... I didn't mind the CGI. I thought it was okay, but I didn't really like his suit. I feel like... And I thought this in um, when he first appeared in Civil War as well. I feel like he doesn't look real. <laughs> he looks really like gleamy and silky and shiny. and. Is the eyes know. as well? Yeah. That's like... It just doesn't look real to me. Reaction lenses. Nah, <laughs> I'm not a fan of I'm not If a fan he gets of punched in the face, though, surely it'll just like pop out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But not everything else I thought was cool. You know, like Shocker Deal. Like yeah. the, the what's it called? That gadget that um, made it so you could like go through solid yeah. arms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. That would be really useful. That would be really useful for objects to use in general. Day. That's sick, yeah. <laughs> no, but just like, for general life, for what? Like what? Like the guys who was getting stuff from the fridge without having to open the door. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> That's yeah. decent, mate. General or life. walking through walls. You, yeah, you'd never have to use Yeah, but that's good. A door. <laughs> you'd never have to use a door again. <laughs> you just throw the magnets on the wall and walk straight through. Exactly. So some of the graphics... What, are, if, it, what, if, sorry, what, 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 what if you drop them on the floor, though? <laughs> You're just like... Ah! <laughs> 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 no, <it's, laughs> yeah, that would cause a problem. <laughs> but yeah, so like some of the graphics are good, but then the part I noticed it most was on the ferry. Like, if you mm-hmm. look at the bottom of the ferry where the water is, there's a part of it so it looks like real water, and then around the actual bottom, obviously where they're CGIing it, looks for me it just looks shocking. I, I was like, I was looking at the cars and like they're sinking, and I was like, it it the point of CGI is that it should be invisible. Yeah, like you shouldn't know what it was. So like you know when he's on the on top of the Washington Washington Monument. Yeah. That entire background is CGI. Yeah. But you don't know it. No. Or it's been imposed in. Yeah. Whereas that, I, I could tell, so there was a physical that? separation just... between the water, the real water and the fake yeah, water. Yeah, yeah. But I think they do have problems with water and stuff yeah. with CGI. Well, yeah, water is very get... hard to go. Have you, if you've ever it, played a, a games console game, it's yeah. like water's the one thing no one knows how to do. Yeah. yeah. No. But it's, it's weird though, because like you can do things like create photorealistic gorillas yeah. for War of the Planet of the yeah. Rise of the Dawn. Of the dawn. <laughs> um, but you can't do water. I don't know. It has different physics to it, though, doesn't it? Water's very all over the place. Unnatural. Gorillas aren't. Unnat- Did you just say water's yeah. unnatural? In wow. Its, you're, un- you're unnatural. <laughs> Joey's, not, Joey's not chemistry uh, graduate. It's movement. But yeah. Okay, well. What other films have we watched this week? I watched really poor. I watched Hustle, <laughs> Hustle and Flow. What's that? It's a porno. That is. <laughs> it sounds like it, it does sound like a porno. But um, that is a film produced by John Singleton, who did Boys in the Hood as well, which is a really good film. But um, it's a film about a pimp who basically sees someone from his, uh, like the town, he thinks from Memphis. Um, so, like, someone, um, I bet you were thinking the pie then. But, uh, <laughs> Nasty, Tennessee, actually. <laughs> but, um, yeah, he sees like, someone who, co- who grew up in his town, becomes, like, a really famous rapper, sells, goes, like, platinum, and he's basically, like, looking at his life as, like, a, a pimp, and he's thinking, like, I can do better than this, because I think he's, like, approaching his 40s, so he's thinking, like, having, like, a midlife crisis sort of thing. So, he, like, finally, he meets up with, um, with... Uh, someone who he used to go to school with who does like 
uh, producing and like records and stuff like that. But he's his his life's kind of like taking like a left turn as well. So he's not really he wanted to be like a big time producer, blah blah. blah. But he's like kind of I think he's just recording um, like depositions for lawyers or something like that. So he's not really doing what he wants to do either. And he takes them to this church, uh, his church, and they see they watch this woman sing, and this woman like sings like beautifully, like kind of like opera sort of thing, and like they're all everyone like crying like because it's so beautiful. And he's basically like, I want to, excuse me, I want to um, do music. Like, I want to do this properly sort of thing. So they kind of like make their own like budget studio. Is it sorry? Is this based off like a, a story or? Tra- I don't think so. Tra- events or I don't think so. It might be. I'm not sure. I haven't really looked into it that much. Um, but yeah, so they make their own budget studio, produce their own records and stuff like that. And basically, he's got like three main um, uh, hoes. <laughs> I don't really know what. I not really know what. Uh, prostitutes. Prostitutes. Sorry, I was thinking what. Okay, so there is. Oh God, what's the woman's name? There's one of them who's I can't remember her name. Um, she's not terribly important. Then there's Nora or Nola or one something like that, and she plays Pentatucky in Orange Is the New Black. And then there is Suge, who's played by Taraji P Henson, and she's pregnant. And all excuse me, and all three of these prostitutes have like a really it's kind of the same but really different relationship with their pimp. So like one of them is kind of like um, I don't need you. Like I make all the money, but I do need, but I do need you. So she's like, kind of like chat shit to him all the time because she's bringing in the most money out of the three of them, and she works like a strict on that. She likes she chatting shit to him because um, she she thinks that he doesn't care about her and stuff like that. And then she's like, did, was like when he was doing his music thing or trying to get it off the ground, she was she was like proper disrespecting him, and um, he was like, all right then, so you can just get the fuck out then, gets all her stuff and chucks. It. He has a, she has a baby as well, <laughs> gets her stuff, chucks out the window, gets the baby out of his. Uh, Gets the baby in his chair, puts outside the door, shuts the door, and then she's like crying, like, oh, where, where am I supposed to go, sort of thing. So there's that that side, and then you've got Nora, I'm gonna say Nora, I'm not sure that's actually her name, but I'm gonna say Nora, Nora, and she's like the main prostitute on the streets, <laughs> basically. And um, she's kind of like got this, like, sort of, um, she doesn't really know herself, she doesn't have a misplaced self worth, sort of thing. Okay. So, like, she basically does whatever. Um, what's the guy's name? Bloody hell. Terrence Howard's name. Oh. Hustler. DJ, DJ. Sorry, his name's DJ. Hustler. He does whatever. She does whatever. <laughs> she does whatever he says, pretty much. So, like, he needed a new microphone and it was like $250. And he's basically like, yeah, suck this man off and so I can get this microphone. And she obviously, she was reluctant, but she did it anyway. She was like, really angry. And she, like, wants to be involved in everything because she wants to feel more important. Yeah. So then it comes to the end of the f- the end of the film, and he's kind of like he has to, he's like to her like you're in charge sort of thing. You need to take charge, and she like embraces that and like runs with it. And basically, she's pretty much the key to their success at the end of the film. So then there's her, and then the third one is the pregnant one. That's Shug, and she like basically loves um, loves DJ, um, and she's the one who pretty much like, always goes back. Like she um, looks after his child, buys him stuff, um, and then he let her be in. Uh, his first song, like just singing the hook and stuff like that, and like she was saying like, how much it meant to her, blah blah blah. And then they, I think they got, kind of get together at the end, but they don't really. But yeah, it's kind of weird. But yeah, it's quite it was interesting seeing like all three of these women's relationships with someone who's like, I mean, kind of abusing them, but obviously also giving them a home, giving them someone to stay, yeah. you know, giving them money. I'm, 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 I'm slavery, surprised. really. It really is. But like they, they don't need him, but obviously they, they feel mentally in their minds that they do need. It's him. Like Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, exactly. You they need me, man. I don't need time. you. Mm. So yeah, 
that it was it was weird seeing like their dynamic, and then you so then they make like a couple songs and that, and then they go to see uh, the you know the the rap star that I mentioned at the beginning, the one who's got like, gone really big. Uh, DJ goes to see him, and basically there's like some sort of he's like he gives it like the big I am, like he was saying to everyone that oh yeah he, I know him, he knows me, we went to different schools but we know each other, blah blah. When he gets to the bar, like turns out he doesn't know him at all, like n- n- like he's like terrified to go to his table and speak to him, sort of thing. So he needs to like have a drink first. And then he eventually... <laughs> Sounds like every night out. But <laughs> <laughs> well, like, he, goes, he goes over to him. They have a chat. Um, he kind of... He kind of... He, he probably like... Because he's known as like the weed guy. So um, the rapper's thinking like... Um, I think they're skinny black. But he's thinking like... Oh, okay, this is just the guy who's good for my weed. So he's like probably disrespecting him. And then DJ is like... Oh, like what happened to you? Sort of like you lost your way. You sold out, blah, blah. And then he's... They have a like pretty deep conversation. And at the end of that, he's like, oh, here's my mixtape. Because he's thought, that, oh, yeah, we've made a really good connection. Like, we're, like, friends now. Here's my mixtape. Can you please listen to it and then tell me what you think, blah, 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 blah. And then he's about to leave. Then he goes to the toilet and sees the mixtape, uh, like, rip. Uh, it's like an actual cassette tape. Like, he's ripped out all the, uh, I can't, don't even know what it's called. Tape. All, all the tape, yeah, whatever. And he's chucked it in the toilet. And he gets really angry and starts, <laughs> he starts beating up um, Skinny Black. And then uh, his, like, entourage comes in to the toilet and they're like what the fuck and he basically just grabs his gun shoots one of the entourage and then like uses it as like a human body shield to get out of the um, get out of the pub or club they're in or whatever and then yeah so then he drives all the way home to find like police all around his house basically they've called the police and he gets arrested and he goes to prison for I think 11 months so you think the dream this is like right at the end of the so you think the dream's over but then um, his, his producer comes and uh, visits him in prison and he's like telling him like what's been going on since um, he's been in prison? I'm not sure how long the the, the time the time limit is, but but he's telling them what's going on and the way he's going, thinking, oh yeah, this is going to end like bad, it's sad, like it's not going well. But then he like kind of like uplifts it by saying, yeah. So um, one of the prostitutes, Nora, was going around because she she got told that she was in charge, so she like took that and ran with it, and she was like going around every radio station in like the whole the whole town, giving everyone the giving everyone the demo tape until someone played it. And they got on the radio and I think they become successful and then it ends with um, him going back to his cell and some guards are like oh you're that guy who just released the um, the song on the radio here's my mixtape can you uh, can you give me a listen to see what you think and then he's like oh yeah everybody's got to have a dream and then he walks away and face the black nice but yeah it's a pretty good film it's alright you know I, I thought it was going to be better than it was because it was nominated for like quite a lot of, quite a lot of awards yeah. so I thought oh, let me watch this but it was decent yeah. I think one best song at mm. the Oscars, I think. Yeah. Out of ten? Uh, seven. Seven and a half. That's all right. Yeah. Have you got a DVD? No, I watched it on Sky Movies. Oh, okay, yeah. cool. Well, yeah, sounds all right then. Is mm. it... Uh, um, kind of sounds like the prequel to the TV show Empire. It actually could be. Because it's like it actually two characters, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you were any... Which of the three prostitutes would you rather be? <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd rather be Suge, because she was like the most caring one and the one that DJ cared about the most. You and want DJ to care for you? Yeah. But, um, <laughs> well, yeah, I do. Like, the other one, she had probably an overinflated sense of self-worth and that ended up getting her kicked out and she had, like, nowhere to go and she ended up at the film. Then the film, like, when um, everyone was hearing the song being played on the radio, she just looked proper bitter. I was like, I don't even want to be you right now. But, um, and then the other one, she was, like, she was sweet, but she was, like, a bit, like, a bit too needy. Like, there was, <laughs> no, but there was a bit where, um, Shug was laying down the, the, the chorus for one of his songs and she did it really well and she was a sick and then 
<laughs> Nora comes barging like, can I lay down as well? Can I lay down as well? He's like, get the fuck out. <laughs> and then she, it was probably funny, um, they were recording. They weren't even recording, they were just talking actually. And she came and sat down in the studio. She literally sat down for one second. He looked at her and said, get the fuck up out of that seat. And then she got up and walked out. It was really funny. But yeah, she just gets like disrespected like left, right and centre. Yeah. It's good. I might check that out then. Mm. That sounds like my mm. sort of film. I saw Predator. Yes, yesterday. you did. So I hadn't seen it before. Ooh. This is like the 1987 something. So the 80s. Um, so obviously we know Alien versus Predator, but I was like... It's Arnie's debut. Arnie. Um, <laughs> so I was like, well, let's see what Predator's all about. Seeing Alien films. Um, so it's these like, not mercenaries, they're like soldiers for hire that get uh, recruited by Carl Weathers, who's uh, the, the guy from Rocky. Uh, he plays Apollo Creed. Um, and he's also been in... He plays himself in Arrested Development, if anyone ever watches that. No. That's really funny, you should watch that. Um, uh, yeah, so, like, they, they've got, like, a diplomat who's been kidnapped or something, um, and they're, like, sending Arnie and his crew in. Uh, and then they find, like, lots of other soldiers who have been, like, skinned alive and been, like, eaten parts. Mm. of. And then Arnie's like, what the hell is this? I thought no one was supposed to be here apart from diplomat. Yeah. Turns out that they're just trying to kind of get rid of a, a group of people and it kind of they've been taken off one by one by the predator. Yeah. Um but obviously the predator's invisible uh and you know uh is seeking them out with he's got like missiles and shit. Yeah. It was a proper good action film. Like yeah. I'm not normally into kind of eighties films I t I don't I don't appreciate them as much as yeah. people who watched them at the time do. Yeah. Um so I was kind of thought maybe I wouldn't appreciate this film. But it was good it was good. Obviously Classic, the, gra mate. the graphics Classic. are a bit like special know, effects. Now they now they look a bit kind Boyish. of dated but you know for the for the time it's like that must have been oh, quite yeah, a difficult that... process. Like especially when you can see the silhouette of the predator yeah. even though he's actually invisible. Um and then it's really interesting like uh Arnie figures out that they could only see in thermal, so he like covers himself in mud. Yeah. And it was good. And, and you ugly motherfucker! <laughs> it's just such yeah, it's such a quotable line. Like when he barges into the uh, room and he's like knock knock, <laughs> <laughs> and then obviously it's the get to the chopper. Yeah. So like, yeah, so no, proper proper good action film. Um, and you've seen AVP, haven't you? Yeah. So this was a few weeks back. Do you remember I was saying that like when they go down to the pyramid? When the, predator, when the predators come down, because they only see in thermal, there's a guy who's like, who's falling down the hole and he's all like covered in frost and snow and he's clearly, he's like cold. Yet yeah, they'd see him. And I oh, thought, right. because of um, Arnie in Predator, because they only see thermal, that guy should have been invisible. Yeah. Or, or they evolved. But or there was only one predator in this. Yeah. So I, don't, I haven't seen Predator 2 yet, so I assume there will be more than one predator. There was another one. There is. Coming, a new one Well, there's, there's one with Adrian Brody called Predators, and that's like they go to another planet and have to kill lots of predators. They're all criminals and something. Oh, right. um, that was pretty crap. And then there's one coming out next year called The Predator, which oh, okay. I don't know. I think it's. I don't know if it's a sequel or a reboot or whatever. But yeah, I think it's quite cool how it goes from so Predator with Arnie is in where are they in like Central the, America, ju the jungle in Central America. Like Whereas um, Predator Two, they're in like I think L.A. or they're just like right oh, really? in the middle of an urban city. Oh, really? So it's like absolute contrast. There's nothing like hmm. there's there's no in between ground. 
So it's like seeing how Predator survives in like two different environments. Yeah. So I wonder where the, th- the next one's going to be. Well, the third one, Predators, is on another planet. And yeah. I don't know well, where the Predator the will be. Ah. Um, yeah, I was absolutely pleasantly surprised. Is Predator 2 any good? No, it's good. Okay. I was surprised Arnie's not in it. No. I need to watch more of the Arnie films. Ben, just quickly, sorry. You know who was talking about Spider-Man and that, what, that girl um, who you thought was Gwen Stacy? And her name was Betty. Apparently she's like a famous girlfriend of Peter Parker in the comics as well. Oh, really? Yeah, so I thought I'd just tell you that. Oh, decent. Yeah. What a player. Mm. <laughs> Mate, he gets around. He does. What slag. <laughs> I also watched another like uh, old school action film called Point Break yeah. from 1991. Uh, got Keanu, Keanu Reeves. Reeves. Proper fresh faced. Yeah. Um, and Patrick Swayze looking like an absolute gimp in his like <laughs> mullet and like little bit of beard. Bringing it back, mate. Bringing yeah. it back. Oh, so this is like from 1991. Yeah, so it's directed by Catherine Bigelow who did like Zero Dark Thirty, Hurt mm. Locker. Um, and it's basically about surfers. So yeah. it's like Keanu Reeves is like FBI agent um, for like fresh out of Quantico or whatever it's called. Uh, and then he's got to try and infiltrate this surfer game because he thinks that they're doing all these armed robberies. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, my mum was like, you've got to watch this film, it's amazing. And I was like, okay, I watched it. And I was like, wow. It's from uh, Hot Fuzz, where he's, yeah. he's, 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 he's like, ah! yeah. So I thought I have to watch it because it's like one of those kind of like quote unquote classics. But mm-hmm. that was one of the films that I didn't really appreciate um, because it kind of just seemed really kind of... See, Glenn, now you're lame. getting into watching good films, mate. Exactly. I, don't, I didn't think it was that good. I mean, it wasn't bad, but like... It kind of felt like some sort of MTV Cribs surfing <laughs> dock. So, like, there was just loads of, like, money shots of waves crashing. I was like, this looks like some sort of pornographic surfer's <laughs> wet dream. Um, and, like, the action was all right. Um, but, obviously, like, Patrick Swayze and Keanu Reeves' characters uh, become friends. Yeah. Um, but then he has to kind of, like, arrest him. And then he gets, like, inv- you know, gets involved in the crimes. Yeah. But then I was just thinking, like, Fast and Furious. It, that's the thing. Like, uh, people have said that Fast and Furious is basically point break with cars. Mm. But, um, but Keanu Reeves is such a shit FBI agent. Like, he gets loads of people killed. He botches another operation. He lets the guy go several times and gets involved in their crimes. And I was just like, and then like, I say that's pretty good FBI agent. He's getting their trust. But then and there's nothing more. So like the whole film, <laughs> <laughs> the whole end bit is like he's he's trying to find Patrick Swayze's character called Bodie. He's like trying to find Bodie, and then Keanu Reeves is called Johnny Utah, which is a really cool name. But so then like yeah, so Keanu Reeves has to do one crime because he falls in love and like they kidnap her, yeah. blah blah blah. Uh, and then yeah, and then uh, Bodie escapes, um, and then but somehow like Keanu Reeves isn't fired. Okay, and then two years later, they he tracks him down, yeah. um, and then there's this like mega tsunami that's coming, and he wants to surf it. Yeah. Uh, and then Bodhi's like, "Come on, man, you gotta let me do this." And then John Utah's like, "Okay," so he like lets him go, and then like John, uh, Bodhi dies surfing. But yeah. I was kind of like, uh, "We don't know that." Well, you assume that's the assumption. Living the highlights. Then he like, I was like, and then he throws his FBI badge away. I was like. You would have been fired anyway. Not only if you let this guy go like three times, but maybe he, he was just... fired. Maybe he's just rogue and he keeps the badge. Yes, so <laughs> it, I was just like, it was like when you talk about realism mm. in films, it's like there's no way that he would still be mm. 
an FBI agent. Like, considering he's still probably in his, like, probation. Yeah, but period. that being said, in the 80s, you know, probably let a lot of things slide, yeah. True. Mm. But it also has the guy who played Doc... What's his name? Doctor something from Scrubs. Dr. Cox? You would know. John C. John C. McGinney or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he was on... I was thinking well, about I was thinking about him the other day. Like he was in a he was in a, a film that I saw recently. I can't remember what it was, but I was like, he's like he was like the best character in Scrubs. Oh yeah, and yet uh, he's not in any film. Yeah. really. That that's the thing. Like I some seen Black Down. I don't know. Mm. There are some actors who just stick to TV, really, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, he's fucking sick. Speaking of TV, then so. <laughs> Swing. Ollie for host, mate. <laughs> Ollie for host. What a segue. Go on, so then. I went and watched American Gods. Oh, um, <laughs> the, the vagina sucking. So, have you watched all of them? Yeah, literally, because you were talking about someone getting eaten by a vagina, <laughs> I was like, I'm going to have to watch this. Uh, pretty sure that's how Glenn wants to die. That's some weird, <laughs> that's some weird like, Oedipal Freudian thing. Like, Freud would have a feel day on you. You want to be consumed by a vagina. Anyway. So it was Freud to be your mum's vagina, right? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Sorry, anyway, carry on. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, man, it's really slow. It is yeah. really slow. I'm not going to recommend it. Mm. It's got a is lot it like of... loads of setup. Huh? Is it like loads of setup for like season two? Even? Yeah, but it's really like... Mm. How far have you, you got? I've only watched the second episode. Okay, so I won't spoil it. But there's like, there's, uh, I think halfway through, there's like an episode, and it's like, you know, with Breaking Bad when they had the fly episode, yeah. and they're just trying to make up an episode it was literally like I watched this whole episode I was hoping there was going to be some sort of like like meaning to the ending of this episode I mm. literally got my hands on my computer and I was like shaking it I was like you just wasted an hour of my life <laughs> oh my god so it's it's really slow if any of you have you guys seen Fargo with uh, Billy Bob Thornton yeah no I saw the first couple of episodes so it's, it's I think it's kind of on a similar tone to that because it's like such a so slow setup mm. that there's going to be something huge at the end, but it's like, it's just really, really dull. In my opinion, obviously, if anyone disagrees, then give us a shout. To be but, fair, um, the, the two episodes I've watched have been pretty slow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Even yeah. like True Detective, it's really slow going. That is really slow. But, you know, that burner. does have like, I don't know, I think it for can, that, has benefits. It's a, yeah, yeah, it's a lot of suspense. Um, so you are trying to find this serial killer, whereas this, like, I don't know if I'm watching, like, it, it, the main character could be dead and it's like he's just living in this yeah. like fake world because it's it's like it's not real because it's like a modern day a modern day of gods pretty much yeah. um, and how they're trying to survive in a world that religion is I think I, I would say is becoming less and less commonplace mm-hmm. yeah um, so it's, yeah. it's that's pretty much the story For, well from the two episodes that I've watched I'm guessing that Basically, every character in the uh, series is a version of an iconic American uh, stereotype that is regarded as a god. So they're the head of that sort of stereotype and it's going along that path. What sort of stereotype? So you have a farmer, a businessman, a tech tech kid... um, I've seen so far a leprechaun Irish yeah oh yeah because Americans all think they're Irish don't they or Italian yeah but 
Well, yeah, you find out who Ian McShane is. Oh, right, okay. Because he's a god. Mr. Uh, Wednesday. I, Mr. Wednesday. I thought he was Lucifer. Um, right. I thought he was going to be the devil or something, because he's, like, well cunning and mm. he's, gets his way, mm. sort of thing. And he's like, the only thing I fear is being forgotten. And I think that's, yeah. like, isn't that, like, the devil's biggest trick? Um, it's convincing the world that he doesn't exist. That's yeah. the one. So, um, yeah, you find out who he is. Right. But, I don't know, man. Don't know where it's going to go. It's Literally, I, that's one thing that I would say I like about it, is that I have no fucking clue <laughs> what is going to be in the next episode. Mm. Oh, so you haven't like, finished the series yet? No, no, yeah. I think okay. there's a couple more episodes. Mm. Um, How many episodes was it? Eight? I think it's ten episodes, but I've seen eight. Mm. Um, but I have no idea where it's going to go, and yeah, yeah, just find out, man. Keep us updated. Mm. Is yeah. that that you're waiting for another episode to be released or something? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. When it when it when it finishes, let me know if it's worth watching. Yeah, I'll say now. No, you're not gonna like no. it. Oh, fair enough. Is it something I'd watch? Yeah, yes, probably. No, I don't know. Nah. Okay. <laughs> I've got a bit of. Um, are we done? Sorry, are you still talking about? Wait, go ahead. I was gonna salt base some film yeah, news. Bit of a, well, TV, TV news. TV news. So, news. We're about a week away from Game of Thrones. <laughs> And we have got mm-hmm. episode titles and short synopsis for the first three episodes. Oh, so, shit. First episode. <laughs> 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 gather around, kids, gather around. So the first episode is going of season seven. Season seven? Yeah. yeah. It's going to be yes. called Dragonstone. Oh, and the synopsis is, John organises the defence of the North. Cersei tries to even the odds and Daenerys comes home. <gasps> She's finally in Westeros. Yay. The second one. Oh my god. It's called. <laughs> She's, no, that's going to be the end of the episode. She comes home. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, her boat just going to like, arrive. Yeah. Her boat will just arrive. She get out of the Uber, wouldn't she? <laughs> Uber pool, man. Um, so yeah, the second one's going to be called Stormborn, and it says Daenerys receives an unexpected visitor. John faces a revolt, and Tyrion plans the conquest of Westeros. Ooh. And then the third one, called The Queen's Justice, says Daenerys holds court, Cersei returns a gift, and Jaime learns from his mistakes. Seems like this is going to be a very Daenerys-heavy uh, series. About bloody time, man. It took her five years to get the fuck she, I, do you reckon, Who would you say is the main character of Game of Thrones? If you had to say this person... I know there's lots, but if there's one central main character... I would say Jon Snow, just because that's who everyone talks about. I think I'd about. say Jon Snow yeah. as well. I'm debating between Tyrion and uh, Daenerys. I think jo- I think Tyrion is um, one of the main characters by accident. <laughs> Do you think? He's yeah. just been like just because, so much shit. Yeah, just because he was so um, he's like the, the, he's like everyone just like loves loves him. But I think I don't think there's any like so if you say Jon Snow, if you say Daenerys, I think that's by design. So like obviously like the books, I imagine are more like. You know. Tyrion is uh, uh, in the books a hell of a lot. Is he really? Yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough then. Maybe so I'm like each wrong. each chapter in the books is from one character's perspective, right. and I think the people with the most are John, Daenerys, and Tyrion. Okay, like Tyrion is everywhere. Mm. Like I feel like he's the instigator. Yeah. Like he's like uh, a not what's the thing uh, a central focal point. Yeah, like a conduit. Yeah, focal point for a lot of. Things like he, you know, he's like the deep line playmaker, spraying mm. the balls around, you know? <laughs> <laughs> making shit happen. Um, I was, no, I, I think was, that's Peter Baelish, mate. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's deep line. Yeah, he's the he's the puppet master. What are you Did, Peter Baelish? Uh, Littlefinger. Oh, so right. is Tyrion more boxer, box midfielder? Man? <laughs> I don't know. Tyrion's more like Tyrion's more like the assistant manager. <laughs> okay. I want to ask Steve Bolton. So you know, um, is it Cersei the crazy one? Yeah. Yeah, left back. Um, 
she, so you're saying, I think a couple of weeks ago, that she hates Tyrion because something about a witch um, was told yeah. that your little brother's going to kill you. Yeah. Yeah. And we all think it's Jamie. Yeah. Would you be annoyed if it wasn't Jamie and it was Tyrion? Like, Quite he kills his dad, he's like, bam, with an arrow. Oh, that's cool, though. That's yeah. Like, would you, would you, actually, would you what? like it you know if, if Tyrion mind. actually got his, like, revenge? Yeah, I wouldn't mind, system? actually. Yeah, yeah I would like, because I feel like he's the one who's been victimised more by... Since has to get him, pretty much get him, like, chucked, chucked out of the yeah, yeah. thingy, so, yeah. Um, and, obviously, like, was c- keeping his... You know, what's her name? Shay, captive and stuff. Yeah. Just basically ruined his life. Yeah. Um, although he did... Did he kill Joffrey? No, he didn't kill Joffrey. No. Um, Who did kill Joffrey? Did Littlefinger I think it was Littlefinger, yeah. Littlefinger. Yeah. yeah. But I reckon if they're... DLP, mate. He's if DLP. they're making Daenerys the focus of this series, I think there's almost certainty that she's going to die. Really? You or, don't, she, or she's going to win it all. No, I think that that's, that's too obvious. It's too... They're setting it up too much that it's going to be her. I think if they're built, making such a hype around her that something's got to crash and burn. I'm here for it. I'm, I'm here for her dive. Yeah. yeah. I think she took so fucking long to get to Westeros. Yeah, well, that's probably why they're, they're making such a big deal of it. You take five, imagine you take five seasons to get to Westeros then. Then you die. <laughs> the, first, the first episode you're actually in Westeros, you die. I would crack up. <laughs> like, the both six, you know? Nah, I see it, I see That's it. something The Walking Dead would do, man. Uh, that would waste your time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we'll give you like weekly... Sun- we'll all have to watch it before yeah. the, the podcast. We, we, we all will, though. I can't imagine we won't. Yeah, but they, they come out on... It comes out on Sunday. Sunday we'll watch evening, it on Monday, so we'll, to, so we'll, so be, we'll be a week, technically be a week, a week behind, behind, which yeah. is probably good for our listeners because then that way, you know, we're not like Daenerys dies and they're like, I haven't fucking seen it yet. Yeah. You know, she's not going to die, mate. You're totally wrong with that. Yeah, no, I don't think she's going to die. We will see. Shall she's we? She's going to become the queen. In eight weeks, we will know everything. Tyrion's going to be her advisor. John's going to be like the king's guard or the queen's guard. Mm, okay, we will see. No, there's going to be they, no throne. They're going to have each their own dragon. And they're gonna fuck everything up. Well, riding the dragons. Yeah. That's gonna be the end scene. All three of them riding their dragons into the sun. Then that, that, <laughs> that dragon tra- <laughs> that dragon transformer from Transformers Five should come in and they yeah, should fight. Exactly. And then Optimus Prime is the King's Guard. Boom. Um, talking of wasting time, I went to see <laughs> the a film called It Comes at Night. Um, that looked good. I thought. Mate. What is this? What film I'm is this? Spoilers for this, but, you know, is I'm she... saving you time. Um, so, It Comes at Night was marketed as a horror film, right? All the... Bear in mind that you're dead inside and nothing scares you. Well, I just want a good <laughs> horror, right? So... <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what that is anymore. That's some... The poster is a classic shit. horror imagery, like, black poster with, like, a silhouetted kind of image. Yeah. And then the fact that It Comes at Night kind of is one of those sort of you know, supernatural kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. It, it kind of implies that. And then all the trailers, all the trailers are like, uh, the main guy's Joel Edgerton. Um, he's holding lamps and walking through woods and like, you know, jumpy sort of yeah, things. Yeah, proper, proper horror type. Yeah, so I was like, okay, cool, it's going to be a horror film. Was it a horror film? No. What was it? Was it a true love story? It was... Rom-com. <laughs> Joel, it was. Oh, okay. <laughs> Waste of my motherfucking time. Um, so, it's about... So Joel, you can't talk. <laughs> Said the c word three times in one episode. Um, so Joel Edgerton is—he's uh, got his wife and his kid, and they're in like a cabin. What well, their house is in a wooded area, um, and it starts off with their grand—well, the the wife's father. He's 
ill. He's got sores and stuff all over him. Right. And the other three are wearing gas masks. Uh, and then they take him out to the woods and kind of mercy kill him. Um, so then there's like the kind of suggestion that everyone's like, oh, you, you're not sick, are you? You know, you didn't get infected. So there's kind of, there's a suggestion that some sort of plague or virus has ravaged the oh, world. Some type of apocalypse thing. Yeah, people getting infected, but I assume it's not airborne because otherwise oh, everyone, everyone, everyone would be sick. But um, unless you're immune to it, maybe. But so they have this. Uh, I'm going to explain the whole plot. Yeah, so if you're going to see it, go I'm sorry. But um, so they have this section of their house that they block off. So there's like a red door, and that leads into like a quarantined bit where they kept the grandfather. Right. So they're kind of. They have to, there's no like electricity, they're living by like lamp light and mm. very basic food rations. So it kind of does feel post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Uh, then one day, um, someone breaks into their house um, and uh, then they, they kind of kidnap him and they're like, are you sick? Like, right. don't infect us. And he's like, I'm just trying to find some water for my family. Uh, so Joel Edgerton takes the kid, the, the prisoner, in a sense, uh, and it's like, show me where you live, and if you, you know, I don't believe that you've got a family, right. but if you do, then we'll help you. So they're driving through the woods, and then they kind of get ambushed by these other people, right. um, who they then kill. Uh, and I was like, oh, okay, so is there like double crossing yeah, yeah, sort yeah. of thing? And then sort of whilst this, he's like, oh, so why are you out here? He's like, oh, well, we used to live in my brother's house, but he passed away, and so we had to move. Right. So then they bring the family back to their house and then they kind of live so there's a, a little boy and then another obviously couple uh, and then they're getting along well you know kind of montages of like chopping wood and it all seems right, like okay. civilised yeah uh, but then the the son of Joel Edgerton yeah he keeps having these weird dreams like that people are bleeding from the mouth or that he sees his grandfather again and he's right. bleeding okay. and stuff and I was like, okay, cool. They're going to go somewhere with this, right? Yeah. You know, maybe something supernatural or whatever. No. <laughs> um, so, yeah, then then there's all the paranoia about, oh, your, is your son sick? Is your wife sick? Blah, 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 blah. And then they agree to separate themselves and live in different rooms. Um, right. And then the main family overhear the other family saying, we need to leave, we need to leave. And their little son is crying and he's like, oh, it hurts, blah, blah, blah. So then they're like, shit, he's sick. So right. then there's this whole, like, they're, they're trying to get rid of the other family that they've kind of taken in. Right. Um, and then there's, like, oh, yeah, your son's sick. We need to kind of get okay. rid of him. Um, and then the father's you like, say no. that so, with so much pleasure and joy. So the mother escapes with the kid. And then the father beats up Joel Edgerton. And then whilst he's doing that, he's about to kill him. And then Joel Edgerton's wife shoots the guy and kills him. Right. And then Joel Edgerton shoots and kills the son, uh, the little boy, mm. because he thinks he's sick. But you don't know whether this boy's sick. Yeah. Because um, you never see his face. And then the wife's like, well, why don't you just kill me then? And then he does. And then, <laughs> and then their son gets sick. And then the film ends with the man and the wife kind of staring at one another and it's obvious that they're sick. And I was just like, where's the horror? I thought That sounds be- like a good film, though. I didn't like it. It was... There was no kind of payoff for what they've been setting up. It sounds very basic. They, so they, sometimes the basic things. Work. But they were setting up these 
kind of ideas as like you know some sort of plague where you know I thought maybe they find out how it happens or you get some understanding and then there's like you know the fact that there's sort of spooky things happen like their dog gets bitten um, and it's like well who's infecting these people it seems right. like some sort of monster but again they don't follow that through right. then the kids have nightmares um, and then this kind of like is this real is this not real but they don't take that any further right. and it's just like all of these kind of good ideas that they start setting up they yeah. just, just doesn't happen at Did all they get rushed out or something I don't think so it was just one of those films and it just ends yeah. and I was just like yeah, do really you like a, a well rounded like closed off series or film because I, I'm, I want to say so because you're talking about like apocalyptic you want to have a deeper understanding of like you know if there's going to be a cure or yeah. some sort of ending right if you want that, don't watch Walking Dead. Stop now, because it's <laughs> never going to fucking end, mate. No. no. But I don't mind open ending, open endings, right? Yeah. Um, well, if Game of Thrones is an open ending. It has to be the right type said. It does. There has to be answers to questions. You can yeah. pose more questions, but you have to answer some of the questions that you pose. And this film just poses loads of questions and doesn't answer any of them. Did and that's why I was disappointed. Did you like Inception? Yeah. The way that ended? Yeah. Yeah. Because that's at least there's debate there, but this yeah. was just like it just ends. It was just kind of one of those films where at the start they were one place and at the end there the progression is very minimal. Yeah. And you're kind of like, what's the tra- what was the trajectory? I don't know. I was just really disappointed. I think mostly my disappointment came from the fact that I thought it was going to be like a straight up yeah. kind of supernatural horror. horror film, and it wasn't. It was like a I don't know drama horror. So what would you rate it? What's your rating? Four and a half, five. Ooh, four and a half. So bang average. Yeah. Just yeah. I was looking forward to it as well. And that's, again, one of the things that obviously clouds my yeah, opinion. Because I went into Spider-Man with no expectations and I was like, didn't succeed or, you know, lower them. But this one I had. I didn't have high expectations, but yeah. I had certain expectations of the genre. And yeah, you expected a couple of jump scares somewhere. Yeah, yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was just one of those things. It's like, what's the point a bit meh. of it? Well... You on your Facebook, you put a trailer out for another horror horror movie that's coming out in yes. October. So do you want to talk about that? Have we talked about that yet? What, what I don't think we have. I, I can't remember the exact title, but I think it's called Happy Death Day or something like that. All right. So it's basically like Groundhog Day. So this woman or like a Tom Cruise film with a lift over feet. Yeah. All oh, right. So this woman wakes up and it's I think it's her birthday, and so she goes about all her activities. Um, and then she ends up being killed by this guy in a bunny mask. Um, baby face, isn't it? Yeah, some weird sort of... I thought it was... Right. Okay. I've obviously seen some weird bunnies. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so she gets killed, and then she wakes up on the same day. Right, okay. And then, obviously, the, the things, same things happen. Yeah. And then, obviously, she slowly starts to realise that, some, that she, you know, this is the same day. Yeah. And then she has to try and find the guy who kills her. Right. Um, uh, you right know, I'm assuming to, that, like... Because she's sitting in a like part of the trailer, she's sitting in a coffee shop explaining the situation to her mate, and he's like, "You, I don't know, you've got to find out who kills you." So him. maybe she's like, "Oh, find out who kills me, and then I can get rid of this nightmare and live my life, right?" Yeah, it's probably going to be him, though, isn't it? It's a classic <laughs> yeah. like Scooby Doo sort of thing. Yeah. It's like. So, <laughs> if you take the face off and it's the policeman, you're like, oh, okay. It does Arr, sound, you meddling kids. <laughs> it, does, it does sound a lot like that Tom Cruise film. Mm. But no, it's, it looks interesting. Um, mm. I also wanted to see that film Berlin Syndrome, but I didn't get around to it. That's like the kidnapped drama. Anything 
else coming up or out or that you've seen looking forward to there's a lot of films coming out isn't there well, next there's week is War of the Planet yeah. it's so annoying that um, the, the Home was it with uh, Will Ferrell and the house. house the House so annoying that was only in the cinemas like four days yeah, <laughs> yeah I think that's telling <laughs> no. saying that two, the two-pack film was it's not in Beckenham anymore oh really yeah it was only in there for like a week so oh, wow. I think it's probably more to do more down to demographic though rather than um, yeah because I think it's still on at view mm. what are you saying about people, not many people in Beckham will want to watch. Wow. Them, we watched it. I've, I came back and downloaded Tupac. Have you seen Notorious? I've got yet? him. I've got his hologram. Huh? <laughs> 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 Have you seen Notorious yet? No, it's on the list, mate. I think you'll like it better than. Um, yeah. Have I mean, you got to stop watching Lord of the Rings ten times? You can't do it. Hung over in it. <laughs> <laughs> you can watch Notorious. Yeah, man. And then you're gonna watch Unbreakable. You gotta watch that for next time so we can talk about how bad it is. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah. No. Um, oh sorry no, go on John no, I was just, oh, fair enough um, there's a f- TV show coming out I was talking to you about uh, called Snowfall yeah um, I think I don't know if John Singleton wrote it or producing it or something I think he's involved in it in some way and it's basically about I don't know if we, have we spoken about this before uh, no because you you posted it on our chat didn't you yeah. so check this out I don't think we've okay. talked about it ok cool I didn't want to repeat myself but um, it's about the crack epidemic in I think South Central Los Angeles in the 1980s um, and the trailer for it looked pretty cool um, it didn't really give away much so I'm probably going to check that out at least the first episode just to see I think it came out just this week just gone by so I'm going to try and check that out because um, it looked decent nice I'll tell you what you've um, got I want to watch is um, something Days of Summer 500 Days of Summer? No, not that. <laughs> the no. comedy with Paul Rudd and Bradley Cooper. Oh, Wet Hot American Summer. Hot Wet American oh, Summer. Oh, I saw the TV show of that. It's so funny. I watched, like... It was one of them days where I was... Glenn like, said it's, like, my sort of funny. Which I funny. think would be your kind of funny. No, but, the one on Netflix. Yeah. yeah, yeah it was yeah. one of those, like, I'm pretty sure the batteries in my Xbox controller ran out, so the... It just carried on. It was just playing. And I think I watched, like, four episodes, and I was like... I was like, why am I watching? I was just like, why am I watching this? Like, it's. I didn't like it. I'm not gonna lie. I did not like it at all. But this is a guy coming from a pretty prolific EastEnders fan, <laughs> or Emmerdale. <laughs> yeah, but that's the complete, two completely different things. Um, and I haven't watched EastEnders in years. But it's completely. Different. What was, didn't you like about it? From what you can I remember, don't know. I was just like, this is like, this is so like cringy. I was like, oh god. Maybe I don't. Maybe it's because they were all. Because I think the TV show, the first series, is like set at the same period as the film, right? It's set before the film. Before yeah. the film. So like they're all like 30, 40 plus trying to yeah. play like really young that's characters. The, and I was like, oh, this, that is what's funny like, about oh, it. Oh man, this is awful. Oh god, it really Have you seen the film? No. Oh. Well, have you seen it then? No. no. I like it. I just think it's silly, it's funny. Oh. There are some uh I like Paul Rudd's character, that's literally it. There are some really quite like quotable funny lines in it. I'm not gonna oh, say them because you know, they're won't be as funny when you <laughs> next show, but um, yeah, I reckon I reckon you should check it out. Like, at least like start watching the series. Has anyone got any good Netflix original series that I can watch? Because I feel like there's, there's not there's not Narcos. many. I just finished watching Narcos. I didn't get into that. I got, I watched a few episodes and I was into it, but I would just stop watching it. I just completely I just completely forgot yeah. about it and stopped watching it. But only I need, I need a new like I need some like House of Cards or Orange New Black. Have you seen Man in High Castle? 
That's no, Amazon. but that's, that's, that's Amazon. It's Amazon, but that's on my list of stuff to watch. Is that the one where basically the Nazis are yeah. taking over? Yeah, yeah. yeah. the premise. Yeah. The premise sounds really interesting, so I do want to watch that. But because mm. I haven't got Amazon Prime, man, you can use mine if you want. Oh, Nice. Um, I don't know. Like Chris watches Sensei and Shadow Hunters and stuff. Oh, Shadow that's awful. That's awful. <laughs> is that anime stuff? No, no, no. No, I don't think okay. so. No. Um, or I Joe, like, do you talk about? Um, sorry. I was going to say I, re- I like Arrested Development. That's on Netflix. It's not a Netflix original, but mm. that's on Netflix. That's funny. That's like twenty-minute episodes. Mm. What? Easy. What is that about? It's about. It's got Jason Bateman in and Michael Cera and Will Arnett. So they're like the Bluth family and yeah. their father, who's like a wealthy businessman, gets like sent to jail and then, then oh, Jason yeah. Bateman becomes the head of the family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so funny. Like, it's just silly. And like, their daughter, their, uh, his niece is called Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, oh, no, it should be oh Maybe, do you want to come out? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> it's just like, again, it's silly. It's just silly it's silly. What were you gonna? I was gonna say, Joe. Do you want to talk about um, Attack on Titan? Because I don't even mention that. I could want. I could talk about it, but are you like interested about hearing it? No, but people listening. The listeners will. Okay, so all eleven of them. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can do. Yeah, Um, but you know, don't have to go into. I've watched. I think the whole of season two, unless more episodes are coming out. I don't know, Mm. but basically, for you, like you. You haven't seen it, have you? I'm intrigued, mate. Please so, sell it to me. Attack on Titan is basically about the human race. I don't know when it's set, but in a different world. And they're basically penned in by three walls, circular walls. And they've been inside the walls for a thousand years, living peacefully. It's always a thousand years, man. Living peacefully. That's round number. <laughs> getting on with their lives day to day, you know. Um, and then one day, a titan, which is the, basically the antagonist of the film uh, of the series, big 50-metre titan, huge thing, kicks a massive hole in the wall. Yeah. <laughs> and then he gets sucked out into space. <laughs> and then a load of titans basically come in and start eating all the humans. Now, titans... They look fake, fucking weird. They look very weird. But they're naked as well. They're naked. Yeah. But is they this have, an anime? Yeah. But they have no genitalia. So okay. They're all over the place. Um, <laughs> and the Titans, you can get 3 metre, 5 metre, 7, 10, 12, 15, 20, 25, and then the big 51. Okay. They start in, uh, invading the walls, start eating people. Um, then everyone basically... Re- so, there's three walls, the outer wall the inner wall and then the centre wall they break into obviously the outer wall everyone from the outer wall then moves into the centre wall yeah okay but that is after the titans have eaten like 75% of the population (laughs) people getting eaten by big monsters (laughs) it's it's really weird sounds Um, like Maze Runner yeah I was thinking that it is a little bit actually kind kind of kind of so basically you're following the main character called um Aaron um, and he lives in the outer wall sees his mum get in by a titan and then basically <laughs> joins up with the military the people who fight the titans um, you follow his story going through all the training and all of that and he's got a like a deep seated or deep seated hatred 
for the Titans because obviously they're his mum. Yeah. Um, Understandable, I think. Yeah. He joins up with uh, a, like a battalion or a part of the military called the Scouts. Um, and they're basically the people uh, that go outside the wall and try and basically find new places for the human race to live because obviously they can't stay in the confines of the walls because population size is great and all that. Um, and they basically... I'm, set, I'm talking about the first season. This is all mm. the first season. He basically then joins up with the scouts, goes to the outer... Basically, the centre wall, but the outside of it to try and fight back the Titans. Um, with all the people that go through all the training, all the military. Um, obviously, they start losing because they're going up, with the tit- going up against the Titans with swords. And to kill a Titan, you have to cut the nape of the neck. Okay. Um, but obviously, they all die, basically. Yeah. All the people die. Aaron gets eaten <laughs> by a Titan, trying to save his friend... I can't remember his name. Anyway, he gets eaten by a Titan, wakes up in the belly of the Titan, sees a load of other soldiers that have been eaten by that particular Titan, goes a little bit crazy, and then he transforms into a Titan. And what? Then, Is that the plot twist? That's, that's the plot twist. Yeah. What? Why so transforms into a Titan? You don't know. Mm. He just transforms into a Titan and then fights off all the other Titans. Wait, one second. Um, what? <laughs> no, wait, no. Because if Titans don't have genitalia, then how do you get more Titans? So it's explained more in the second season. Do, wait, so when Aaron's eaten, yeah. and he turns into Titan in yeah. this guy's stomach, yeah. does he then cut his way out? Or something? He, he or, sort do, of, or does he get shattered? He sort out? of bursts his way out of this Titan. Okay. Because well, he gets bigger. Yeah, because he gets bigger. He turns into a shit, 15 shit him out, Titan. Isn't it? And then he bursts out. But it's... The Titans are explained more in the second season. Um, it's really weird though, but by what I've seen, everyone is able to turn into a Titan, mm. but something happened with the government and basically they Always find the out government. They find out who's close, in inverted commas, to turn into a Titan and they take him out of the wall. Right. So that's why you've got like a massive army like thousands upon thousands of titans outside the wall um, but yeah it's kind of confusing as to where they've come from mm. because you see people that have turned into titans like Aaron so is he that eating people? no he's not eating people he's basically conscious of what he's doing and where he is and who okay. he's with but it seems like most of the other titans that are not Okay. So they're just mindlessly eating people for some reason. I don't know why. But he's fighting against them with his friends. Mm. And the 50 metre Titan who breaks through the wall is part of the military who Aaron basically goes through all the training with. Mm. There's an armoured Titan which Aaron goes through the training with. There's a female Titan, which Aaron goes through the training with, and there's also just been revealed another Titan, a little, 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 little like demon Titan that he went through the training with. So 
there's a load of people that are titans that nobody knows are titans. And it's just... It's, that it's, sounds mega confusing. It's really... It's, yeah, you, you How is there a female it? titan if they've got no genitalia? Does yeah. that mean... Because... They are still there, gendered. There's, there's humans. That's how it's titan. There's humans, so you yeah, can but surely they'd be oh, gender okay, running. right. So they're just gender fluid. Yeah, I mean, you. She's got tits, but it's just okay. a, it's like action man, like a Barbie doll. Yeah, like a Barbie doll. Same thing. It's really weird. I've seen like I mean, thirty seconds of it, and it looks fucking. weird. I thought it was going to be a DC thing. <laughs> I thought you no. were talking about like young Robin and stuff. No, no, no. Is it? It's a. It's a really weird and quite hard. Yeah. anime to explain because yeah. it's all over the place and nothing's really explained <laughs> when Chris is back you do can talk about it exactly more but depth. it's actually a really good anime like, okay the story behind it the music this hasn't got like thousands of episodes does it no 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 like, some of the other things there is in total I think 30 episodes that's over two seasons watchable watchable no. okay so I would recommend it I really enjoy it and it's quite deep. Okay. Just be be prepared for nothing to be explained. Is this anime like, as in it's drawn, or it's all yeah. like computer graphics? No, it's dr- is it, well, it, it looks drawn, but there is animated, computer animated stuff in there as well. Okay, cool, but cool. But it's mainly drawn. Nice. But it's very good. I would recommend it's just it. Just drawing this like monster, like, okay, now he's going to eat this guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I'm talking about this. Uh, monsters. I saw a film called Train to Busan, which is a zombie film. Korean zombie. Yes, mate. Have you seen it? I've seen it. What did you think of it? I I'm not expecting it. someone it's here to see it. Jokes. Yeah, man. What did you like about it? I liked. Um, there's just a couple of plot twists. So obviously the ending. Didn't yeah. think that was gonna happen. Yeah. Um, there's a bit. Oh, it's just like the stupidity of human of humans when people are freaking out, and it's like th- they like have no trust for one another, even though they're gonna have to. Because yeah. trust is the most important. <laughs> so, explain the film. So, Train to Busan is a Korean zombie film. Uh, I'm it's guessing a- South Korean. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry, South Korean. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, not North Korean. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's about this father who's like a he's like a financial trader, and he's got a daughter, and he's estranged from his wife. Right. Um, it's his daughter's birthday, and uh, he says, "What do you want for your birthday?" She says, "I want to go to Busan to meet to see Mum because right. he has custody of her." Right. Um, and he's one of these like typical kind of absentee, not really you know doesn't understand her sort of right, okay. fathers, right. um, and so. He's like, no, I haven't got time to take you on the train. She's like, I'll go by myself. He's like, you're not going by yourself. Um, whilst this is happening, there's this farmer who uh, is stopped at like a barricade by the army. And he's like, why won't you let me through? And they say, oh, there's been a leak at one of the power plants. Right. So you're like, okay, this is where you can see where this is going. Yeah. Uh, and then he runs over a deer by accident. And then the deer kind of, even though it's all broken and stuff, it kind of, reanimates um, and then so the father and the daughter get on the train to Busan um, which I think is only supposed to be like an hour away and then right. obviously there's like loads of other characters in all the carriages that you kind of meet there's like uh, a, a, a baseball team um, and then there's like two elderly women uh, and then there's a another kind of businessman who's really ruthless and he's just like 
hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. Um, so yeah, so anyway, so then right before the door shuts and the train disappears, this woman who's been bitten, like, falls into the train uh, and then turns and starts eating people. Um, and then so like, loads more people get yeah. infected yeah. whilst the train's moving. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so basically it's about the people trying to get from one end of the train to another to meet up with like the rest of the survivors. Right. The father gets separated from his daughter. Um, there's also a pregnant lady and her husband there. And um, yeah, so they, you know, they fight their way through some of the zombies. Uh, you kind of find out that a lot of the towns are quarantined, right. so the train can't stop there, otherwise they'll kind of be taken off somewhere by the military. Right, okay. um, and, yeah, I don't know if you want me to spoil the ending for you. Yeah, go but, for it, why not? But, yeah, so lots of the people you care about end up, like, sac- sacrificing themselves, dying. The businessman is uh, really ruthless, so he, like, actually pushes people into the zombies oh, to really? save himself. Oh, wow. And he, like, separates one of the carriages and not lets people in he's like you're infected you're infected right um, but so it, is there people infected in every carriage of the train no not every oh, carriage okay. so like it kind of goes through the carriages right, yeah, yeah. but they're trying to like section it off yeah um, yeah and then in the end they get to this like junction where the, all the trains have been like blown up or they've crashed right. so they have to get off the train onto another train right. and there's only a few of them left by this point right. there's the train driver the businessman the pregnant lady and his daughter. Right. Uh, and then the the businessman had been bitten but hadn't told anyone. And so then he turns, uh-huh. uh, kills the train driver mm. and then bites the father. Right. Um, and then the father's, like, obviously he knows he's going to like, turn. Yeah. And then he ends up jumping off the train and like, killing himself. Right, okay. it, was, it was filmed in shadows so it was quite... Uh, visually you know, striking right. you just see if a shadow standing on the edge of a train it just leans forward and oh, falls really? off oh, and, yeah. then the door, so and then the daughter and the pregnant lady are left um, and then they're walking through a tunnel um, and one thing that is established throughout the film is that the zombies um, they're, they're blind so when it goes dark they can't see anything so they just stand still right. and so and they're like they're, they're, they're moved legendary. by like hearing and motion yeah um, but not smell. Doesn't seem to be to do with smell. Okay. Um, but anyway, so the the two, the daughter and the pregnant lady are walking through the tunnel because mm. um, it's all been sectioned off. And then the army are on the other side, and they're like about to shoot them. And they're like two infected people walking through. Uh, and then they, then the little girl starts singing like, "Oh my God, there's spiders!" And then it ends. Um, mm. So I thought it was all right. Like yeah. the budget obviously wasn't particularly high because you know the because it's the, set on a train <laughs> no not not that but it's just like I guess compared to like Hollywood zombie movies like they're generally bigger you know the the, the zombies look more yeah well there's kind of money of, pump, pumped yeah them, these yeah. just kind of like people with contact lenses in and a bit of paint right. on their face um, and obviously that like, they don't really it's not as gory as like proper zombie films so like you know just tend to see someone being bitten there's not like intestines like being out, yeah. there's not like intestines lying everywhere which is like, a bit disappointing but um <laughs> it was it was alright actually it was it, it got like, I so it. many rave reviews like yeah. everyone's like oh, it's the best horror film or like, best zombie film since 
28 Days Later. Okay. It got really hyped up, but I guess I think that's because it's one of those foreign films that doesn't, you know, foreign films don't tend to yeah. get released over here much. Show, yeah. So obviously when they do, everyone hypes it up. But yeah, it was good. It was alright. Um, I kind of thought, like the zombies, I, I just kind of, it's interesting how each zombie film, what the uh, criteria the zombies do. Like some of them walk slowly, yeah. some of yeah. them... Uh, you know, can see. Yeah, there's but, no standard. But these ones zombie. are like pegging it. They're like proper. They're like marathon sprinters, and they've got like gammy legs. And it's like <laughs> this is crazy. Um, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, it was decent. Mm. It's good to see. Worth a watch. Yeah, it's not by far. Uh, you know, it doesn't compare to like Twenty Eight Days right, Later. Um, even things like. Yeah, the, the, you could tell the the budget was low, yeah, yeah. but it wasn't a bad film because of that. So yeah. I thought it was really good. Like the the fact of being confined on a train that you know there's zombies. You're like, oh yeah. my god, you you can't do anything because they can't stop the train. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. There's a tension in that, and also a lot of the characters that you assume will survive like don't. So it's, again, it's one of those things that you don't really know who's gonna. It's unexpected. Yeah, to an extent. Um, one thing that I always remember is the like right at the beginning when the people are starting to turn into zombies and they're like running to the other end of the train and they're like trying to close off the doors. I never would have thought about this, but this woman like gets a bottle of water, throws it on the yeah. on, on the um, window uh, for the door because the doors are, doors are all glass, and she gets a newspaper and just like puts it up so it's kind of she it's like a sheet so yeah. they can't see in. And mm. I never would have thought about that. No. I was like, oh my god, she's genius. Just, yeah, man. Just be like, uh, yeah, they can see us, we're going to die. <laughs> that would be my... my uh... <laughs> face, of, face of fact, huh? They all die, though. No, no, they all, they she all was die. a pregnant lady. Oh. Oh. Yeah. I've heard it, mate. That was a sick film. Though, so, mm. I, I was a little bit worried, like, after going on trains for, like, two weeks after that film. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, where's the nearest exit? <laughs> it's one of those things, like, the zombie genre is one of those things, it's really tough to do something original, yeah. I think. But so this was a, there was a little bit of originality there. Yeah, not too bad. Zombies on a train. Snakes exactly. on a plane. <laughs> Zombies on a plane. That would be interesting. Well, that, no, the they've already done Ooh. that. That was World War Z. Oh, yeah, yeah. Forgot about that. Well, so, I like that film. You need There's to a second on one, apparently. I thought they... they, I thought they World um, War ZZ. <laughs> I thought they um, like cancelled it ages ago. Oh, it's one of those development hell things, mm, I yeah. think. When did that come out? Like 2014? Yeah. I thought they would have brought out another one by now. I think well, David Fincher's. Is it based on a book? What yeah, I think so. And there's three books. Are there? Mm, I think so. World War Z. Z Z Like tie like. You're thinking about World War Z, isn't it? Yeah, World War Z. I still don't get why they can't say zombies. I, yeah, none you, of them. You must be able to say, oh yeah, zombie. Yeah. Maybe that's the whole point of it that they weren't supposed to say it. Like it's a different universe. Like zombies have never been mm. thought of. Yeah, that's the thing. But no one's no like, like fuck, they're turning to zombies. It's like, what is going on? Like, why are they eating people? It's like, they're a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's like if someone grew two fangs and like bit someone, it's like, ooh, what is that? It's a vampire, mate. That's it. That, that it's got to be like, matter if, of fact. Like, in a zombie film, there should be like, uh, like they should have a zombie film on in the background. And yeah. like, so obviously they know what's yeah. going on. They're just really dumb. Exactly. Or like you and just haven't seen anything. Like, good. Oh, hey, some good films. Um, yeah. Six. Anyone got anything else to mention? Or we can... No, we were talking about foreign films the other day, though, yesterday. Oh, yeah. Like... Der Untergang. The downfall. 
Yeah. That's a German film. Some really, have you guys seen any, any foreign films? No. I've seen a couple of Bollywood films. Nollywood? Yeah. I think it's Any good? Bollywood. Huh? Any good? <laughs> no. <laughs> no? No. <laughs> well, it's a matter of taste. Like, if you ask my mum and dad, they love it. But, you know, for me, the production value is so low. It literally, it hurts, it hurts me to watch it. I was watching one the other day with my mum. And um, there was a guy... There was a guy, his, I think it's like his dad died or something like that, and then his dad came, came back to haunt him as a ghost, and it was just the same geezer, and he just had like loads of like baby powder. <laughs> and was, I was, was he wearing a white sheet? Oh, he was wearing, he was wearing a white shirt, and he had baby powder in his face. And I was, I was looking at my mum, I was like, I can't believe you enjoy this, and she was just like, oh, Maybe it's a guilty pleasure. Maybe, I don't know, but there's a thing like... Okay, but good production... Um, foreign films. I can't. You can't you've seen uh, any? I've, I watched a few in at uni from my for one of my courses course modules, but I can't even remember them to be honest. You know things like City of God. Yeah. Um, is that the one set in Brazil? Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. Yeah. Then you got Lane, which is a French film. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, anyone seen like The Orphanage? No. Horror, Spanish horror film. No. Um, if you, any of you listeners. Of, uh, <laughs> well, any recommendations let us know mm. yeah well, that's the thing like, so we've got listeners from 28 different countries so you know if you're listening in Cyprus or films. Malaysia or Pakistan or Germany or Mauritius or wherever you're listening send us recommendations of films from your your oh, culture yeah. um, and we'd love to love to see them mm. um, I saw a Greek film once called Dogtooth that was really surreal that was proper Proper weird. What in a good way or bad? Uh, I'm not sure. I think it was. A, I would say it was in a bad way. It was kind of tough to watch. If you're not sure, it's probably. It was. Bad. It was a film about like this family, but they're so paranoid about their kids being influenced by outsiders that they keep that they like homeschool them and stuff. Mm. Um, and they tell their kids that items are called something different to what they are. Um, so for example, your phone, they'd call that fork. They would pass me the fork or whatever. Um, <laughs> Mindfuck. And they have, for some reason, they've told them that cats are like really evil. So then, um, so then, like a cat comes into the garden. This, the, the boy, the, the boy and the girl, they're probably like, you know, our age or so. They're like, oh my god, there's a cat, and they like kill it. Um, <laughs> but it's also weird because they they like sleep with one another and stuff. And I was just like, what's going on? <laughs> I can't even remember how it ends. It's just like, okay. It was one of those, it was one of those films that's on Channel 4 at like 1am in the morning. Um, Isn't that Babe Station? <laughs> I don't know what that is, Holly. Um, so yeah, I mean, there, there are lots of like really good foreign films though. Like the original Grudge film's really good, the Japanese one. Um, and then there's lots of French films that I've seen. Oh, I literally yeah. can't think of any right now. No. Well, yeah, listeners, send us in your... Uh, you know, your recommendations for foreign films. Um, YAC Podcast 17 on Twitter. Uh, your Average Critics on Facebook, Instagram, iTunes and SoundCloud. So yeah, do give us a, uh, a shout out to what we should what we should review for the next time. And uh, yeah, we'll let you know our thoughts. Yeah. Uh, so thanks very much for listening and uh, tune in next week when we'll talk about War of the Dawn of the Rise of the Planet of the Apes 3. 3. <laughs>